grown and sexy but clean sometimes. What's up? We didn't say it was a family show, so there's that. Young Wait, are born. we? With that? With that? Well, <laughs> so that, are we? I don't know. We, over, we all over the place. <laughs> Had to come out of retirement. These these knees don't, they was snap, cracking, and popping, you know, like a Rice Krispie, but we made it do what it do, but I did take a couple ibuprofens afterwards, though, all right? Oh, it's upside down. It's upside down. All right. Yo, yo, yo. What's good, y'all? It's your homie, Big T. And I'm Shay Renee. I'm Miss Amy. And you are officially tapped in. Oh, a lot going on right now. All right. There we go. There we go. You are officially tapped into the only podcast that brings you the latest in music, news, and fashion, and the only show that keeps your ears to the streets. While you grind and shine. Yes, yes, yes. So this is another edition of Mud Talk. As y'all can see, we got some championship belts because we yeah, got we a championship boxer in the building. We got Mr. DeAndre Ware in the building. How you feeling, sir? We are doing hey, great. I'm trying got to get some new hardware in my lap. Listen, I was struggling <laughs> with that belt for a minute. I'm like, hold on now. I need to go to the gym because that was, I think he said it's only what, like 15 pounds? Well, I gave you the light. That's the lighter one. I took the heavier one because I knew you had to move around. Oh, shit. I took the pretty one. Yeah, and the heavy one. That's the heaviest one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, clearly I need to go to the gym because I was struggling. <laughs> 15 it's times. It's, it's definitely time. <laughs> Listen, if I wasn't humble before, I was definitely humble today. So I need to go to the gym. So like Planet it. Fitness, I'll be seeing y'all 2024. <laughs> Not, <laughs> Not now. You Not got now. some months. You got some holiday eating and some. Listen, birthday coming up, New <laughs> Year's Eve yeah. coming up. Like yeah. it's a lot. So Planet Fitness, y'all gonna have to wait. Okay. I forgot about Thanksgiving and Christmas. Christmas and birthday. Yeah, that's true. It's it on is. Thanksgiving. Not this year, but next year is on Thanksgiving. Because it's, it's always the, it, every it's early this year. Thanksgiving's early this year. Yeah, I think it's like the 25th or something. No, I think it's early, like the 23rd or something. Oh, is it? It's early. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, next year my birthday is on uh, Thanksgiving. All right. So I hate it when it's on Thanksgiving, though. I'll still bring you food. <laughs> That's the only thing I get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll bring you a cake, too. I brought you food last year. I'll bring you a cake, too. Yeah, you did. You did the damn thing. I was mm-hmm. very proud of you. I didn't get nothing, so. Yeah, you didn't ask. 
Ooh. I offered it. I had it out there Ooh, on social media. Okay. I said anybody can have some. Oh, I, I don't be on social media like that. Yeah, I made deliveries. I think me and uh, I think it was me and me and my uh, friend that I hang out with. We delivered a few. Yes, that was really dope. Yeah. So, all right. Well, before we you know get into our interview with Mister DeAndre, where y'all know we have to do what's called Big T with the T, and this is where I give you all the latest tea that's going on with these celebrities. Cause they, you know, they give me job security. So <laughs> appreciate it. Cause sure they do. be they be doing a lot of shit that you know they just shouldn't be doing. The but most. I love to talk about it. You said what? The most. The absolute most. Yes. And actually, somebody who did the absolute most. Let's talk about DJ Envy. So DJ Envy is in a lot of trouble right now. Uh-oh. Um. So DJ Envy finally addressed the Ponzi scheme allegations that have been haunting him for weeks, um, denying any wrongdoing Wednesday on the Breakfast Club, the same platform he used to promote the side hustle. Some have called a scam. Uh, Envy told listeners he's going against the advice of his legal counsel in defending his name, but says he only embarked on the real estate venture with Cesar Pena in order to assist first-time homeowners in his community so they won't have to struggle as he did. Envy admits he participated in several seminars decimating information to potential buyers, but says he had no knowledge of what Caesar did with the money clients gave him and even claims he lost $500,000 of his own money in the deal. So far, the bulk of the lawsuits have been filed against Caesar and his wife, Jennifer, with Envy being named as a secondary defendant, uh, which his attorneys calls pure systemization of Envy's celebrity status. So if you don't know, um, DJ Envy was part of a real estate, I guess, scam that was going on. He said he didn't know it was a scam. And now uh, he's in a lot of trouble. So he could potentially be going to jail. y'all. I saw I actually heard him talking about it. I was confused because I didn't hear the whole thing. Um, but I did hear him give his statement on the radio about how he's like, I have to defend my name. I don't even care. Yeah. I need to put it out there, which I can see. He probably did have no idea where that money went. Yeah. And so um, you got Rick Ross and some other celebrities who are actually been making fun of him and kind of, you know, taunting him online. And he's threatening to sue them, too. For well, you know him character. and Rick Ross have a thing, though, right? Like, yeah. they don't they already don't like each other. Yeah, they got mad beef. Going yeah. On. So I'm sure Rick Ross was using that as a perfect time to to make fun of him. Kick somebody while they down. Mm hmm. Cut it out, Ross. We don't do that. Not bumping mm-hmm. poopers with him. <laughs> Go check out season two if you want to know all about that. Yes. <laughs> Amy's not going to bump poopers with mm-hmm. you. They're talking shit about me. No, I like DJ MB, so don't talk shit about him. Yeah, he's cool. Mm-hmm. All right. And other news. Let's talk about Britney Spears. So Britney Spears has been dropping a lot of tea lately because she has a book uh, that's going to be coming out or is coming out called The Woman and Me. And she dropped some tea about her and Justin Timberlake's relationship. <laughs> so just in case you didn't know, all our stories do come from TMZ. But... Britney Spears uh, talks about how she had to have an at-home abortion. Yeah. So Britney Spears describes the at-home abortion she had and turns out the whole thing was uh, in secrecy and it has been torturous for her. Uh, TMZ broke the news about the bombshell uh, Britney Spears with her new book called The Woman and Me is that Justin Timberlake got her pregnant and made it clear he did not want the baby. Although she apparently wanted the baby after some emotional discussions, she agreed to an abortion. She wrote, I'm sure people will hate me for this, but I agreed not to have the baby. I don't know if that was the right decision. If it had been left up to left up to me, I would have never done it. And yet Justin was so sure he didn't want to be a father. Now we know that Brittany and JT made a pact that no one would know she was pregnant and chose to have an abortion. So they decided to terminate the baby at home without a doctor and without telling their family or anyone else. Uh, she writes, it was important that no one found out about the pregnancy or the abortion, which meant um, doing everything at home. It wasn't like this. The coat hanger type situation was it? I don't know, but that doesn't sound very safe at all. Yes, but she said it was very painful too doing it at home. Yeah, and I feel so bad for her. Yeah, she just had she just went through it, and and Justin Timberlake like actually, I I thought I heard something where he confirmed like yeah, I just wasn't ready to be a father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he confirmed because at first I was like, oh come on, Brittany, 
you're just trying to sell your book. Somebody else came out with a book late recently that everybody was talking about. Yeah. But then he confirmed it. So yeah, it's pretty crazy stuff. And I mean, you know, they were so young too. They were like in the, barely in their twenties when it happened. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really um, hoping and praying for healing for Brittany because she's, she's been, been going through so a lot, much. so much. And um, you know, well, then having like her and the, her now ex husband or about to be ex husband, she had some miscarriages. Maybe mm. one one I know of. I don't know if there was more. Yeah. And she was struggling with this too. I'm sure that's also very difficult after what happened earlier on. Absolutely, with Justin. So. Yeah, I just want her to stop dancing with knives and her panties on Instagram. Literally, I just, <laughs> first of all, I needed her to stop dancing in her panties. I know some of you might not agree with me, but it just it's 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 rough. And then the knives, just add the knives. It makes it so much. Yeah, so I don't know. I need her to go to counseling. Yeah, like like legit. Yeah, she's been through a lot. So let's hope yeah. Brittany finds some healing soon. For sure. All right, and last news: Megan Thee Stallion is finally free from her label. Uh, so Megan Thee Stallion recently told fans that her next album will be an independent effort, and that's no cap. Uh, her year-long battle with her record label 1505 Certified and her boss Carl Crawford is now over. Uh, Billboard reported on Thursday that both Megan and 1501 have agreed to part ways, ending a three years of back and forth on social media. The two parties started going at it in 2020 when the rapper cited repeated attempts by the Houston-based label blocking her from releasing music and fulfilling her contract. No, uh, there's no word if either party paid out any money to end the deal, but Crawford softened his stance on Megan earlier this year after Tory Lane's uh, guilty verdict for shooting her. And Megan says that she is completely funny her entire album by herself. Good for her. Yeah, so, she should. Yeah, she I should. like it. Independent yeah. woman. You said what? Independent woman. She, she is, yeah. And she, man, she went through a lot with this whole Tory Lane shit. Um, you know, and I'm really happy to see her win. Like yes. she, you know, to have people not believe your story and people that were really close to you say yeah. that they were lying about it and everything come to find out it was actually the truth yeah so i'm i'm very happy for her she seems to be very happy yeah so doing it on her own yeah now you did not do the tea that i shared with you which one the one that i sent you i thought i really hope we like to talk about people that like to have lots of babies around here <laughs> yeah and there is a new baby yes on the way yeah. for our, one of our favorite fathers that love to make lots of babies mr nba young boy oh i thought you were talking about nick cannon no i don't <laughs> know about nick cannon <laughs> I haven't heard any Nick Cannon baby news in a while. He might have maybe chilled out on that for a while. Oh. But uh, no, Sexy Red confirmed that. Oh, uh, yeah. Confirmed that her and NBA Youngboy are going to have his baby number 13. Wow. And uh, basically. That's who she's pregnant by? That's, yep. So basically what happened was they went there to make a song and made a baby instead. Wow. Good for them. So she's been pregnant for a while. I mean, she looked real pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. I know I saw the Instagram uh, thing that she posted and she said that she got tired of sucking her stomach in. So she just finally she said, said, fuck it. She said, fuck it. Oh, it's too early for that, isn't it? Um, <laughs> it might not be better than I well, she said, screw it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Well, shout out to Sexy Red. Yeah. So she went from pound town to ultrasound. She yeah. absolutely. She, I don't. Yes, there was uh, for yeah. sure. Wow. All right. And number 13, like good, good for him. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to have baby shower meatballs. Baby shower meatballs. Baby shower meatballs. You never been to a baby shower and they serve meatballs at the baby shower? Yeah, I don't I usually eat at baby showers. Yeah. I love baby shower meatballs. Yes. Like I those are the girl, best. I baby That's meatballs. like graduation <laughs> chicken sandwiches. Like I love those are the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no. re or repass fried chicken. I, do you do you get a baby? <laughs> does he get a baby? I mean, this is her first. I don't know if she has any other kids. No, I think she has another one. Okay. Yeah. I, say, I don't know about him. Like, at, at what point does thirteen too much for baby showers? Um, I don't know. I don't well, know. The baby shower is more for the mom. True. Yeah, it's not so much for the kid. Who's got more kids now? Is it Nick Cannon or NBA Youngboy? No, it might be a tie. Yeah, somebody better get making another one. <laughs> Break that tie, Nick Cannon. You're uh, up. We definitely don't need uh, Nick Cannon making no more goddamn babies. Well, you know. 
Stay away from the babies. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that was Big T with the tea. And even though I got some tea, I'm going to spill it here first on Mud Talk. So, all right. So, Miss Amy, yeah. it's time for your Ask the White Girl. So, what do you have for us today for our Ask the White Girl? Well, today I actually have um, two questions. And then I think our guest might have one right now. We'll see. Um, the first question is going to be one that I'm going to answer. And then the second question is a uh, question from one of our white friends that you guys are going to answer. Oh, Lord Jesus. I, listen, we already talked about that. I know. We already discussed it. I know. All right. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead. Let's get into it. And we'll be right back here on Mud Talk. Hey, white girl. Why do y'all not wash our legs? All right. So I gotta I first have to apologize, Lauren. I, I realized when I when I put that video together, I spelled your name wrong. It's a lowercase R, not a capital R. But so I met uh my daughter and I actually met Laron when we were uh visiting Nashville and he was um working at the restaurant we were at. And he that was his question. At first I was like, what? He said it was actually something he saw online where people were having a debate on white girls not washing their legs. And I was like, I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. I definitely wash my legs. I have a whole system. So this is the answer. And then I'll give you the answer my daughter gave me. And I was like, oh, God. Um, so basically, yes, I wash my legs. I start from the top and you, I work my way down like that's like you're supposed to. Mm -hmm. So I go. But I, it's weird because I like go down like one side of my body, wash this leg. Then I go down the other side of my body and wash that leg and then wash all the gross bits, too. So then I was like, is this really a debate? Like, do people really have this debate? And why? Because that's weird. He's like, I don't know. And my daughter's like, I don't wash my legs. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> now, my daughter, I would say, would probably be a little bit more considered to be the typical white girl. I mean, she's she's a teenager, but she definitely would be classified in that, that area. And I was like, well, what do you do? She's like, the soap just runs down there. So I just let it. I'm like, ew. Wow. And, he, she, and she's like, no, a lot of my friends don't wash their legs. And I was like, oh, I thought you better than that. Oh. So apparently it's a thing, according to my daughter, that white girls don't always wash their legs. I wash my legs because I wash all my body parts that I can be fresh and clean. But if you are not washing your legs, white girls, please start washing your legs. Did she say why? Yeah, because the soap just drips down there. It just cleans it on the way down. I guess. I, we, we did have this. I said, but but I guess it sounds like it's because I have asked some other uh, white friends of mine and they also agree that about 50 50. Hmm. Half actually scrub and half let the soap run. So we need for all the white people to wash their legs. White girls. I don't know about, I didn't ask any white men about their <laughs> leg hygiene, but yeah. So Laron was not wrong. I guess at the 50-50 debate that hmm. there are some white girls that scrub and some white girls that let oh, it go. No. I feel like that's the first ask the white girl question. That's not a myth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, well, some of them have been like a lot of them are kind of 50-50. It yeah. depends. But that one I this was one like. was for real. I, and I thought it was when he asked it. I'm like, what are you asking? But I get it now. I guess it's the thing. All right. Well, white people wash your legs, please. Yes, please. <laughs> All right. Well, before we do that, uh, do yeah. you have a question? Uh, well, so yesterday I was at Sam's. Mm -hmm. um, I met my wife there. I'm walking through the store and looking for my wife. I, I mean, like I said, I was I just got there. But um, so I'm walking through the store. I see my wife walking. She was all at the other at the other end of the aisle. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't want to just run down there and try to catch her. So I'm like, I'm going to go this way and then I'm going to catch her going on, on the way down. Well, in the midst of me turning around, a, a white lady walked right past me. 
And so, like, I turned around. So I don't know if it was because I just turned around so fast, but like, she turned around and like she looked at me and was like scared or like 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 she was disgusted or something. I'm like, like I'm looking at myself or thinking like, what's wrong? Like, why are you looking like we're in the store? Like, I'm not about to rob you. I don't feel like I'm. I'm not dressed in all black. I have a ski mask on. Like I feel like I'm look presentable. Did you have on black Air Forces? <laughs> he had a hat. You didn't have a hat on though. I did have a hat, an, uh, but an unthreatening hat. Yeah, it was, it was a blue hat. It was I, yeah. I, I, it, I was, it was facing forward. It went to the back. It wasn't to the back. It wasn't cocked. Yeah. So I mean, why why is it that I feel like white people or white women are so scared of black people? We're in a public place. Yeah, we definitely had this conversation a little bit um, before, and I don't, I, I mean, I, I definitely think that that's a thing. There are some white people that are very sensitive. Um, that is something that I I think we have talked a little bit about, even when we were talking about flipping the ask the white girl question and having some of my white friends ask our black friends questions. I'm having a hard time finding white people that will put themselves on video because they're so afraid to like, because they're just sensitive about a lot of topics. Mm-hmm. Um, I I do think there are white people out there that do get scared that just have these, and we would call that in the official terms, an implicit bias. So if you don't know what that is, Google it, because we could do a whole entire show. Maybe we should do a show Maybe we should. on just like biases and things like that. Yeah. But that would just be like the underlying biases that, you know, she may or may not have realized. It very well couldn't have, might not have even been a white person thing. Maybe it was. Um, but I do think that there is some, such a lot of situations where people don't put themselves in situations where they're around people that are different than them. So when they see someone that looks different than them, it, it often can cause fear for whatever reason it is. Yeah, I was like, well, maybe it was because because I was being happy by myself. But I'm like, and then I saw her again. I was with my wife. I'm like, I got my wife. I got a daughter with us. Yeah. Maybe maybe it made her feel a little bit more. Confident. Did she look at you differently once that happened? Uh, I don't. She didn't really try to not try not to look. Maybe she felt embarrassed at that point. She's like, oh shit, he's got a wife and kids here. <laughs> Although like, you are a world championship boxer. May I said maybe she recognized you. She's like, Oh, I got a boxer here. No, 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 no. You're like, that wasn't the look she gave me. But you are a world championship boxer. So maybe there was a little fear. I mean, you're you work out. I would assume that maybe she was scared about that. But yeah, I mean, I think for what we've suggested, and I really think it's important for any of our white friends that are watching to get yourself in situations where you're around people that are not um the same as you, whether it is race or religion or culture or ethnicity, so that you can start to understand that it's okay for us to exist in the world together. Like we don't have to be scared of somebody walking behind you at Sam's um, and that we, and then recognize that we all have implicit biases. And honestly, a lot of our ask the white girl questions, a lot of our white people ask your, you know, black friends questions, honestly come out of a lot of people's implicit biases or mm. even not implicit, just a general biases that they've had. And that was the whole point of us doing this was to kind of break some of those down. So um, I definitely think that that happens. I hate that it happens, but it, it does happen. And um, so people just need to get out there more, I think. All right. All right. Let me want to get into clip number two. Yeah. So clip number two. All right. Can you tell us a little bit about this clip? Clip number two is um, one of our white friends that we uh, got on camera at Ty's very favorite spot that he loves to go. It's his office, his second office. Yes. It's um, at Lenny's. And this was one where last show we were kind of we we're kind of laughing because um, we talked about how some of our white friends are a little more sensitive and we may have been given we may have given Chad a little bit of shit for this question. Yeah. And I got something to say about Chad when we come back from that, too, because he's goofy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but he did have a question, and I mean, so I'll let you guys answer. All right, let's get into it. Hey, white girl, ask your black friends why they always hitting on women at the gas stations.
I was like cracking up. I was like, we do talk about that a lot out here. Is these men that hit on women at gas stations? All right, chat. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I I don't hit on people at the gas station, so I can't speak on that. But I mean, I guess maybe they just feel like it's just a common spot to just hit on women at the gas station. I wouldn't even say, and it's not even just white women; it's black women too. So I think he just he didn't say white or black women. He, he just, just said, said why are they always hitting on women at the gas stations? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's more of a convenience. It's there. Your car, you're alone. How about to pump your gas? You know, there's multiple people there. Yeah. What I will say is to my to my black dudes, my black friends. Okay, stop hitting on women at the gas Thank station. You. Um, because number one, it's because number one, women are going to the gas station simply to get gas, not ass. So let's start with that. Um, number two, you don't want to put a woman in an uncomfortable spot where she's going to the gas station. You know, some women already don't feel safe going mm-hmm. to the gas station alone, let alone having somebody hop out the car and walk up to you and try to approach you and get your numbers or ask you for a drink. You're slurping. <laughs> yeah, that shit mm-hmm. is weird too. Um, but yeah, I would just say, you know, I like Shay said, I think it's just like a convenience thing. Like, they're just there. I think they're trying to shoot their shot. And I honestly feel like some dudes don't even recognize that it's wrong. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, but I'm here to tell you, Big T is here to tell you, stop doing that shit. I actually think it's a good point that you made too. I didn't, we've talked a lot about this, but yeah, the gas station can be really uncomfortable for a lot of mm-hmm. women as it is. And especially if it's in different areas of town where you're just trying to get in, get out, get my gas. I got to stop. Yeah. I don't need to have somebody asking for drinks in my drink or coming up to me while I'm trying to check out and standing in my space and yeah. just want to get my gas and go. Yeah. But you know, well, hell, I can't say. My mom met her boyfriend at the gas station. So your mom met her boyfriend at the gas station. She did. That's fantastic. She did. So, so was he just out there shooting a shot? Uh, she was getting gas, and he actually walked up to her and asked, uh, "Did she need help pumping her gas?" That's my thing. I don't pump my own gas. Did he so pump his? Did he pump? Did he just pumped her gas for? Her? He pumped her gas, and they exchanged numbers, and they've been together for like two years now. But like what I'm saying, like he just wasn't out there trying to pump everybody's gas. Yeah. He saw your mama was like, that's, I like that. Yeah, that and he sense. wasn't out there just like, hey, yo, my, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that's the one that bothers me. Like if somebody really saw you and they're like, okay, this is an attractive female, like let me pump her gas. Went about it the gentleman way, yeah. by the way. Uh, not just out there giving the same line to every female that walked through the doors. Right. You know, that's genuine. Yeah. I think you're talking about the hey, my ones. Like let's not Yeah, that like, hey, yo, my, like let me get your number. Or mm-hmm. damn, she got a fat ass. Like just don't do that. Best. Or asking me. Also, don't just like pretend like you're asking for directions. We yeah. all have us. You had a phone in your hand. All seventeen of you that always try that one. <laughs> you have a smartphone. Just Google your directions. Like, come on. Yes, just Google your shit. So I'll probably get you lost anyways. On purpose. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you're a hey my guy at the gas station. You're getting you're getting wrong directions. All right. All right. Well, thank you, Miss Amy, for those Ask the White Girl questions. We always love when you have those questions. And if you have any Ask the White Girl questions you want to ask, you can always leave us a message on our Facebook at Mud Talk Podcast, or you can drop something in the comments. And maybe at the end of the show, we'll, you know, we'll spin the block and come back and and you can answer those questions. Yeah. And then you said you had something to say about Chad. Did we need to? Oh, yes. So Chad. So uh, Chad's a cool guy. Um, So I know he was kind of like he felt kind of bad at first. But no, Chad is cool. Me and Chad actually talked about that. I saw him like a week later after that whole segment and he was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, dude, don't apologize. I was yeah. like, it, it wasn't that serious. I promise you. So yeah. me and Chad, every time I see him, I always speak to him. He's a, he's a cool guy. He and he actually, he actually bought me a shot the next time I saw him. And it's fine, Chad. I yelled him for you anyways. <laughs> yeah, she did. She gave us the white woman scolding. It was, it was, it might've been beyond that. Like you got, yeah. it was a pretty big scolding. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was definitely giving white mother vibes. It, yeah. I, I don't know. White mother <laughs> vibes would have just sat there and said nothing oh, well, and then yelled at you later and smacked you. Upside well, the back mixed woman vibes then? I don't know what vibes it was. It was just a... Don't do that shit again. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, teacher vibes. Yeah, thank that's you. what it was. It was it was an, it was an educator correcting is what you got. Yeah, she redirected <laughs> me. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna take a commercial break. We got some bills to pay, and when we come back, we got what's called tips with tea because I got some tips to give y'all. Um, this last time I gave advice, but this time I got five tips because wintertime is coming up and we got some shit that we shouldn't be doing. So we're gonna go ahead and take a commercial break, and when we come back, we're gonna get into some more mud talk. Mud Talk is the only show that brings you the latest in music, news, and fashion and keeping your ears to the streets while you grind and shine. Hosted by Big T, Shay Renee, Amy, and your boy Red. Be sure to tap into Mud Talk every single Friday starting at 8 p.m. live on Facebook and YouTube. And catch us the next day wherever you stream your podcast. Yo, 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 what's good, y'all? We are back here on Mud Talk. We want to say thank you to all of our supporters and listeners who are always tapping into the show. Thank you to everybody who is watching the show and viewing the show. Um, and shout out to, you know, everybody who listens because we're not just local. We are global. You know, people hear us all across the world. And if you want to listen to Mud Talk, you can always watch us here on Facebook or on YouTube. And you can stream us on any streaming platforms. We are on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Sirius XM Radio, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. So, yeah. And for all those people um, who want to tap into Mud Talk and have your business promoted on Mud Talk, we got some sponsorship packages, right? We do. What we got, Ms. Amy? We have sponsorship packages that range from $15 to, which would be like social media shout outs for your business mm -hmm. from all of our streaming platforms um, and social media. We have, you can um, have an advertisement if you have an ad that you want us to play on the show as a video, or we can read an ad. We can have you come on the show and talk about your business. We love to sample products. So if you have products that you want us to sample, um, or if you have a, a service that we could use either here on the podcast or with any one of our community um, outreaches that we do, we would be more than happy to shout you out as well for that. Uh, you, you could have an Ask the White Girl come visit your business. We do uh, like to do white girl visits, uh, typical places that um, white girls may not or white people in general may not go. Just to kind of, again, get people out there like we talked about so that we can get into other places and learn about people that are not like us. Or you can have any one of us come and visit your business and we would be happy to come and shout that out. We can make commercials for you. We can come host an event. So there, or you can be a whole season sponsor, which means that your business would be, um, would have an ad played for every single episode of the season. Uh, we have, we are on episode, what, 32? Is this is 33. 33. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we have episodes two up two or three episodes a month for the mm -hmm. entire year and they don't ever go away so yes. they're always on our streaming platforms that uh big t just talked about as well as youtube and facebook so we like to and we like mm -hmm. to keep shouting out even after that yeah and we got a lot of wall space back here so yeah. we want to put some people's uh businesses and shit on this wall back here so yes. you know tap in with us 
we'll get you together. We'll connect with the sponsorship packages, but we want to put you on the wall back here. So, mm-hmm. and speaking of the wall, shout out to Black Lido. We appreciate Black Lido for everything that they do. They are one of the biggest sponsors here of the podcast studio. And of course, shout out to uh, Village Academy for being amazing sponsors. And of course, we got to say shout out to Lexi. We always got to shout out Lexi. She's the big boss around here. She's the one that handles things. She tells us when we're fucking up and when we're not fucking up. Um, she'll definitely probably shoot us a message <laughs> directly on the show. So she might even comment during the show too. But Did we already fuck up. No, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I was like, no. We do. <laughs> no, but you know, she'll always slide us a comment. It's like, good. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's great good. to have that. And we appreciate Lexi. Yeah. So she'll probably be tapping in and chiming in sometime in the show today. All right. So let's go ahead and get into what I like to call tips with tea. And tips with tea is where I give you five things of what you should or should not do. Um, and wintertime is coming up. And it's a lot of shit that um People just do some crazy shit during the wintertime. I just want to make sure that everybody is together for the wintertime, right? Okay. So today, tips with T is five things of what you should or should not do during the wintertime. Okay. Tip number one, no ashy hands. Okay. <laughs> lotion is not that expensive. You can get lotion anywhere. Uh, but I need you to stop using that Queen Helene lotion, that cocoa butter lotion that you get from Dollar Tree. Okay. It's going to be a rough, a rough, uh, blah, rough winter. <laughs> We're going to need you to learn how to talk and not from the Dollar Tree. <laughs> I know. Thank you. It is a rough winter that is coming. And yeah. I need y'all to make sure that y'all are well moisturized. Put on some fucking lotion. Okay. And they can go watch our our last show. We had a whole conversation about yes, lotion. We did. Okay? And it's not just, it's for everybody. Lotion is yes. for everybody. It's not just for black people. It's for white right. people too. Because yes. white people get ashy too. Okay. Yes. So, but Jergens, Nivea, all of that good shit. I need y'all to utilize it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Stop using the Queen Helene cocoa butter from the Dollar Tree. And the chapstick too. Yeah, I, I got that. Oh, that's on there? Girl, tip number two. Oh, I'm sorry. No crusty know. lips. No, no. Okay. I am so tired of seeing grown people with crusty lips. Carmax is 99 cents. I mean, it's, it's really that simple. Go spend a 99 cent, you know, maybe with tax, so like a dollar twenty-nine, whatever. But I, I hate when I'm talking to grown people and they have crusty ass lips. And I mean like lips that are peeling and bleeding. Stop that shit. And you know what? It ain't just for adults, kids too. You know how many kids come yes. up to me during the winter time? They got that dead skin hanging from their lips. Talking about Mr. Cleveland, get away from me. They're picking at it. And they're picking it's at it. It's just Ugh. stop doing it. Okay. So no crusty lips this winter. Uh, tip number three. Even though it's wintertime, we are still wearing deodorant. Okay. You still must have some clean hygiene. I need y'all to put on some deodorant because being musty is not just a summertime thing. No, sometimes even more because you got all the layers on. Yes. And then when you start peeling the layers off the, the must. <laughs> yes. You don't. So, and you got the hoodie on, so it's probably like under the armpits, and yeah. it's just like, yeah, stop doing that. Deodorize. Yeah, deodorize. Um, tip number four, um, really just moisturize. Moisturize your whole body. <laughs> you are very... <laughs> it's not just for the hands. Moisturize your face, moisturize your body, moisturize your legs after you wash them. Yeah, okay? wash them, scrub them. Yes, scrub them. White, white girls. Yes. Half of you. <laughs> Please. But make sure you are moisturizing your body, um, you know, because a lot of times people get dry skin during the wintertime. And we need y'all to make sure that, you know, not just moisturizing your hands. One thing that I, I do hate when people do is they feel like just because they're not showing the body part, they don't have to moisturize it. So it's like, oh, it's the wintertime. So I ain't got to put no lotion on my legs. Mm-hmm. You definitely do. Okay. Because the last thing somebody wants to do is get in bed with your ashy ass. Literally your ashy ass. I like that. I mean, I, my feet get a little, it's hard in the winter with my feet, but mm-hmm. I, but I you lotion and put the socks on. Yeah. Put the lotion, go to bed, put the leggings on or some sweatpants, mm-hmm. keep the moisture in. Yeah. You know what? It's so crazy that you said about feet and white people because I have a white girl question though. We already talked about crusty white girl feet. Oh, did we? We did. Damn. Yeah. 
right. Well, no, you can ask it. I mean, I'll talk about it again. Yeah, not right now. Why is my feet always crusty? No, I just want to know why white girls always got crusty feet. We already, we already it's the heels. <laughs> I don't know. I remember I answered that with the flip. Remember I answered that because I don't know. Like no matter what I do, I can I get pedicures at least in the summer, at least once or twice a month. Yeah. And every between pedicures, I put like heel lotion on my feet. I put socks on, <laughs> and my feet still get dry. I don't know. Wow. I don't know why. It's a thing. Maybe maybe this is just something different. Yeah. Did you get pedicures? I literally just said I get pedicures oh, once or twice a month. <laughs> like in the <laughs> summer, I go I go like bi-weekly when I get my nails done. I get pedicures done bi-weekly in the summer. Huh. In the winter, I usually go maybe once a month just because yeah. I'm not really showing my feet all that much. But I still put lotion on and socks every night. Like, And I th- I'm talking like layers of the thick foot lotion. <laughs> saying, oh. They're not that crusty. And they're just yeah, they it's not, dry. It's not like a thick crust. Because I've seen some white girls. No, God, no. Oh my, okay, now I'm going to throw up. He's like, mm-mm. <laughs> So, no. All right. Well, and speaking of feet, tip number five. This winter, we're not wearing Crocs outside. I'm sorry. Um, when you're going off to dust your car off and you s- slide down the driveway, put on some goddamn boots, put on some Timberlands, put on some tennis shoes. But the Crocs in the wintertime, it's a no for me. Um, the last thing you need to do this winter is bust your ass because you decided you wanted to be comfy and go outside and put on some fucking Crocs in the wintertime. So, you know, put on some actual Tims, y'all. Put on some boots. Put on some nice fur boots. I don't know. But make sure your feet are covered mm-hmm. this winter. Because I hate when I see, especially like kids, baby, I'm like, why the fuck is 30 below outside and you have on Crocs? And, and a short sleeve shirt. And a short sleeve shirt. And they're like, I'm cold. With crusty lips. Oh, God. That's probably where they get their crusty lips. From what? Going outside with no clothes on. Yeah, just outside. But then they wear hoodies in the fucking summertime. Right. Yeah. Yes. So... But yeah, don't wear no Crocs this winter, y'all. I want y'all to be safe. I don't want nobody breaking angles and busting their ass. Because I will laugh. I will laugh oh, if yeah. I see you falling Crocs. For sure. So, but yeah. Slides too. Even if this, even if you have socks on. Yeah. I'm just not a... shoes on. Just put shoes on. Like, wintertime is made for putting on shoes. Yeah. So. Cold. Yeah. Also, can we, can I, can we just, is that, is that was your fifth one, right? Yeah, that was my last one. Can we just um add, can you learn how to drive in the winter, please? Yeah. Like, I need people to learn how to and drive. Slow down. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't tailgate people if, if it's snowing out. Just drive safely. Slow down. Yeah. Don't get, like, what is it, like, three car lengths? Pay attention. Pay attention. And take more time. Like, if you need to leave leave the house earlier, do that. Like, if you know you have to be at work at 730, don't leave your house at 715 and you zipping through traffic. And because if you're sliding off the expressway, spinning and landing in a ditch, I will laugh at you because you flew by me. Because (laughs) you were going way too fast. And, you know, as long as you're not hurt. Yeah. So that was a bonus tip. Slow your ass yeah, down. Slow down. Okay. All right. Well, that was tips with T, and that was five things on what we are and what we're not doing this winter time. So we just want everybody to be safe and take care of themselves. And we just want everybody, everybody to be moisturized. <laughs> Very moisturized. Very moisturized. No crusty heels. And I don't want nobody busting their ass this winter time. So. Right. All right. All right. Well, we do have a very special guest in the building. We have championship boxer, Mr. DeAndre Ware. I cannot talk today. I don't know what's going on. It's that teacher life. But talking all week. Talking yeah. all week, and now my mouth is all dried out and shit. But we do have championship boxer DeAndre Ware in the building. What's good? What's up? What's up? How you doing? I'm good. How you feeling? Good. Well, we're so glad that you're here putting up with all of our shenanigans that we got going on here on the show. How you feel about it so far? I love the vibes. Great. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yes, yes. So, as y'all can see, we have his championship belts here. And so, these, if y'all don't know, these are heavy as fuck. Very. Yes. These are heavy. So, I can't feel my fingers anymore. Oh, I'm loving this. (laughs) I'm happy. This is a good, this is a good vibe right here. Yeah. So, do you know how much, like, each of these weigh? I don't, but I'm guessing the one you have is the lightest one. 
Oh. <laughs> I gave you the light. Because you want to move it around. I gave you the light it one. It probably weighs yeah. between uh, 5 to 10, 10 pounds. The middle one is the heaviest. That's about 20, 25 pounds. And this one is about 15. Damn. It's got mirrors on it. Like, you can check out. So, when you were already together, this is like over 100 pounds together. Pretty much. Wow. That's crazy. So, how do you, like, hold, like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like I wouldn't be able to wear them all at once. So when I first got back, well, the one in the middle came in the case. Mm. But when I first got back, I went to the mall. I had all my belts. I had those two on my shoulders. And then I just carried the other smallest one in my hand. Okay. I just love that you went to the mall with your belt. Yep, I yeah. went to the mall and walked around with all three of them. Do these feel heavy when you're walking around with them? Yes, they do. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> all of them. Well, I know, but I mean, because damn, I'm holding this one. I'm just like, get this shit off of me. <laughs> so we we probably should rewind and talk about what are these belts even for? What do yes. you do? Tell us about yourself. Uh, well, I'm a professional boxer. I won those three belts, uh, February second, 2018, on Showtime against I was the underdog. Uh, uh <clears throat> I beat him. <laughs> You're like I won. Who? No, who did you box? Uh, Ronald Ellis. Okay. Did you knock him out? No, I did not. We Damn. went all 10 rounds. But wow. Damn. It was a dog fight. Wow. Now, how did you get into boxing? Um, so I was I played football, basketball, ran track all through uh, high school, played football in college. And I ended up having knee surgery. Kind of kind of shifted some stuff around for me. And I wanted to keep playing football because my uh, goal was my dream was to be a professional NFL player, but um, things went sour with that. Um, house caught on fire. My house house caught on fire. Had knee surgery. Got in a car accident. My granddad died on like two weeks. Wow. So I just I kind of went down, got kind of depressed a little bit. Um, tried to get back to football, but it wasn't there for me. Um, I wasn't really into going to school anymore. So I started boxing. Um, and it went from me fighting amateur to fighting pro and mm-hmm. won the belts and here I am now. How do you go from amateur to pro? Like, how does that work? Uh, I mean, I fight pro right now. All y'all got to do is sign a pro license. Always Get your license and fight. It's happening. I'm done. So <laughs> we're going to go pro and just beat people's ass. I'm going to beat people's ass. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Wow. So when you, um, so growing up, were you ever into boxing, like boxing or fighting in general? I would fight. I fought a lot when I was a kid, but as far as boxing, I hated boxing. Wow. I hated boxing until I started actually boxing. Um, I started boxing my, at the time I started boxing, my cousin, little Bam Bam, my brother and my stepdad, they, they were in the gym. So. That's pretty much what got me going. But mm-hmm. when I first started, I used to get tortured. Like, I, and because I was, because all the, the newcomer, the new people, like, I get in the ring with them, I stop them. So then they start putting me in the ring with like Roy and Diamond. And that used to get the best of me. But mm-hmm. I kept going and I start kept getting better. And it's not that way no more. Yeah. Now, when you're getting ready to do a fight, how do you mentally prepare yourself? Because I don't think I can ever mentally prepare myself being punched in my face for 10 rounds. Right. So how do you mentally prepare yourself? I don't even think about it that way. It's just something that I love to do, something I like to do. 
I mean, I train hard. I will always train hard. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just take that and I mean, listen to my coaches, go with the game plan and execute and try to do what I need to do to win each fight. So where did you, so you were playing, where did you play college football? I played at UT. Okay. Then you got hurt. And then you said it's because your family owned the gym. You just got back into it. No, uh, actually, um, we, uh, I started uh, boxing at uh, Coach Derry. Derry's uh, gym. He, uh, his gym was called Just Us. Uh, he's the coach of, uh, if y'all don't know him, uh, coach of uh, Jerry Anderson. Mm -hmm. So I started with him. He pretty much taught me pretty much everything I know right now. Um, I started there and went from there. Yeah, Pluto has a pretty rich boxing yeah. history that I don't think a lot of people realize how many amazing boxers have come out of Toledo and the coaches that you're talking about. Yeah, I think it's even better better now than it was than it's ever been. When I first started, it was all about amateur boxing. You had Albert, you had E Bunny. Um, those were the two biggest names, really. And then we had a few pros. And I mean, it was kind of, you know, just like here and there. But then, like now, we got multiple pros: me, Tyler, Sonny, Roy, Albert, E Bunny, and the list goes on. Yeah. Um. Um. And then we got amateurs. A whole bunch of uh, national champions. Like our my whole gym is full. I probably we probably got like at least no less than ten national champions. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Uh, amateur boxers in our gym. Wow. Like it's and that's that's not just in our gym. This is in Toledo. Period. It's, yeah. And I, I think a lot of it is the culture too. Like I know for a while there was it was uh, because there were so many boxing gyms around. We had a lot of like youth that the boxing gyms were trying to help get them involved and get them into the boxing and. I think now we're kind of seeing the product of a lot of that. Yeah. You said there's a lot of amateur boxers that have gone out and they're competing and competing well. It's, it's yeah. a great atmosphere too. They, I mean, they teach them great morals and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So if anybody wants their kids to be disciplined and mm -hmm. know how to work out, train, bring them to the boxing gym. That's what's up. Now you fought on the same fight with Jared Big Baby Anderson fighting on ESPN. What was that feeling like being on a national platform in your hometown? It was different. I, I, to my my own personal opinion, that fight was the best fight I've ever been to. Not just because I fallen in it, but the atmosphere, mm -hmm. like everything. I was surprised. Toledo really came out and showed out. Not and it wasn't like it, they didn't wait till the end to come. Mm -hmm. They were there from the beginning. Oh. It was loud. Like I, I think Tyler fought second. I fought fourth. But like they were there. Yeah. They yeah. were there. They were loud. Like they, it, they brought. It was so much energy. It was live. Like it was, it was nothing like it. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, when I was watching on ESPN, Toledo looked definitely different, but in a good way though. Yeah. Like just yeah. sitting on TV, I was like, wow. Like it didn't even look like the Huntington Center. No, it was, it was super dope. Toledo yeah. loves boxing. Yeah, but Toledo, that's this, that's that's how you're supposed to act. Yeah, I just not yeah. just in boxing we showed up positively that day yeah yes all right well we're gonna do a quick little commercial break and we're gonna come back and finish our interview and then shay has some this or that questions we won't get into so keep it locked here on mud talk Amy. 
Mud Talk is the only show that brings you the latest in music, news, and fashion and keeping your ears to the streets while you grind and shine. Hosted by Big T, Shay Renee, Amy, and your boy Red. Be sure to tap into Mud Talk every single Friday starting at 8 p.m. live on Facebook and YouTube. And catch us the next day wherever you stream your podcast. All right. Thank you to everybody, like I said, who supports Mud Talk. If you're watching on YouTube right now or if you're watching on Facebook Live, we greatly appreciate you. And we have somebody who actually had a question for you, Mr. DeAndre Ware. It's from Miss Vanshe Green. And she says she wants to know about donation efforts for children in Toledo as far as boxing. As far as donating to the kids? Maybe it's like maybe donating services or any type of camps or anything that may be coming up. Um, I, I, it's hard for me to answer that question. Yeah. Um, I would be able to give my coach, uh, my coach a call. Okay, Lamar, Lamar Wright. Uh, he's on Facebook. It's a uh, name I believe is Lamar Chantmaker Wright or something mm-hmm. like that. But um, um, I think the address to our gym is fifty eighty six uh, Douglas. So if you have any questions, the we're here. We're there from. 4.30 to 7.30, Monday through Friday. You'll be able to get any answers or questions, questions answered or anything that you want from there. They're on. All right. That's what's up. I now, I'm oh, sorry. I just said that. So, um, I, so you had the, the belts from boxing and mm-hmm. you talked about how you had won them all together. Yeah. Tell us about that. Um, so like, what do they all represent? The belt that Ty has is the Continental's American Chicken. Hold championship belt there are regional belts uh to kind of help well to get you in position to fight for world titles that's oh, the, i'm about to hold this up like that's this, naba and this is the usbo what's wait 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 nab north american boxing association what is that uh united states boxing states organization wow so that's so and you won these all at the same time that was the espn fight no, it was no that showtime. was the Showtime fight. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Now, how does your wife feel about you boxing? Is it tough for her? Like, is she when she goes to the fights, is it tough for her to watch, or is she just used to it by now? She goes to all the fights, but I mean, she's always like, I feel like on the edge of her seat. Mm-hmm. She's been supportive uh, through boxing. Like for the most part, she's been every one of my fights except for uh, probably my fight in Jamaica. More than she did, she's been the majority of my fights. Wow, you didn't yeah. take her to Jamaica. We got kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, you owe your wife a trip to Jamaica. What's your wife's name? Pilar. You said Pilar. 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 Mm-hmm. He owes you a trip to Jamaica. A trip to Jamaica. Just saying. I owe her a lot of trips. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Once your kids are a little older, right? Like once they get a little older. Yeah. Um. So not only are you a championship boxer, but you are a firefighter, uh, EMT, paramedic, and you were in the news for um something that you had done. You saved somebody's life. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Yeah. So it's, it was uh, a couple years ago, 2021. Uh, I was fighting in Vegas. Um, getting ready to roll in. We were in the uh, medical 
we were doing our medicals before weigh-ins. And so I did finish my medicals, went out in the hallway to get ready to weigh in, and I hear some commotion in the room I just came from. So I was like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, I sat there for a minute, like I looked around, then I went in there, well, let me see what's going on. So I went in there, and uh, the guy's name is Pete. He was on the ground, uh, not breathing, no pulse, nothing. And I was like, okay. Uh, I'm like, I just go to the doctor. I went to the doctor. One of the guys was doing CPR on him. And I went to the doctor. I'm like, I'm uh, I'm a firefighter. Um, do you need my help? He's like, no, you got to fight. I'm like, no, I think I should help. Like, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> a guy that was doing a CPR, he was not doing proper CPR. Yeah. So now that you're looking over there, like, oh uh, yeah, no. <laughs> like, you know what? Let me just help. Yeah, I got this. <laughs> he was like, no, you're dehydrated. No, you got to fight somewhere. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Let me let me go ahead. So he, let me get on him uh, with the compressions. The doctor at the hospital said the compressions and I did and everything that that's saved his life. Um, and right now, to this day, he's doing good. He sent me a picture of him, and he's he's alive. That's, That's awesome. Good. That's awesome. That's dope. That is you. This you are that that right there probably had to feel great. Do. Yeah, and I know you do that daily. Like you're saving lives every day, but that's mm-hmm. one of those circumstances where like your two worlds kind of collided. Yeah, I mean, I was I didn't have a team. I was by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, I was worried because he didn't like nobody was breathing for him. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mean, he actually came to like he was. It's the first time in my whole ten year career that I've seen somebody come back responsive and was like, kind of like talking and reacting. Like, wow, it was, it was different. Wow. And then you that and because of that and your championship, you earned the key to the city of Toledo. Yes. What does that earn you? Like, where can we go? Because I need to know where we can go with that key. So yeah, I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> I'm just saying. You think we can just go around? I don't know. We gotta shit. go somewhere. I actually think I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ask about that because I haven't used it. You need to. I'm, I'm due. You got the yeah. whole key to the city. I'm due. So it's like an actual key. Well, it's a it's a glass key. Oh. Oh, because it's the glass city. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, it's like I'm learning so much. Today. I'm learning a whole bunch of shit. Today. Yeah, that's what's up. So it's a glass key. We just got to figure out where you open, like what it opens. It should open everything. Everything. You can get whatever you want. Facts. I need you to open up the bars after hour. <laughs> after don't there's that like oh shit. Oh damn. They don't love. They don't. Nobody likes the after hour clubs. My bad. The officials around. <laughs> we like to go, but we do. Yeah. So what got you into firefighting and being a paramedic? Uh. So, I mean. I've always been an athlete. Uh, as a kid, like I used to, uh, man. as a kid, like growing up, I grew up in the hood around so much stuff. But like, like uh, in the hood, you know, like you'd be on the playing around and stuff like that, and a cop would come down the street, or cops would come down the street, and like, what you want to do when you want to grow up? When you grow up, mm-hmm. and I want to be a cop, and so one of the things I want to do, I want to be a firefighter. And my my house caught on fire. Uh, I had like two or three house fires. My house caught on fire when I was in the sixth grade, the day after I graduated. Um, me and my me, my brother and my sister in the house playing playing a game. TV cuts off. TV just shuts off. All the power in the house just shuts off. Then it came back on. Um, we're in the back room and I look back and the smoke started just start coming through the window. Hmm. And so I got my and at that time it was just me, my brother and the sister sister in the house. Everybody was gone. I got them out of the house. By the time we got out the house and I looked up 
the fire had reached into the front room and the whole house was on fire. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of inspired me to be a firefighter. But I went to the church with, with a couple of people that was on the fire department team. And so when a, a test came up and they told me they told me about it, and I took the test. And, oh. Yeah. Mm. That's what's up. Was that personal? You said you had a couple house fires. Yeah. So you just had the, so you can probably definitely relate when you're at the house fires to all the emotions everyone's going through. And yeah. Yeah. Now, not only did you get the key to the city recently, but you were recently inducted into the St. John's Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. How was that? And what were you inducted for? I was inducted for sports and probably for the um, things that I've done being a firefighter mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. Good Samaritan. Yeah. What, um, what sports did you play when you were at St. John's? I uh, played football around track and basketball so for those of you that are our national and yes. global audience that is a private school um located in toledo and yes it's a very good school actually very good school very good at sports yeah they're they're very good at sports and very good school in general you know what i'm saying yeah. so what was that feeling like you know being inducted into the hall of fame it was different i never thought i would have been selected yeah um like who me <laughs> why yeah but um, it was it was a great feeling. I mean, I like when I I told them like I there was two guys that came to mind: Mickey Cassidy, who was a quarterback, uh, who was an upperclassman when I came to went to the school, and then Brian Roberts, who I believe you guys know, he played in the NBA, great played at Dayton. Mm-hmm. Like I think about those guys when I so I'm like I'm up there with them. Like okay, yeah. I mean, you you right. you are very <laughs> humble, but you have done a lot right. You're, you know, a yeah, professional you a boxer. Of, You're saving lives shit. on a daily basis. <laughs> you owe your wife a trip to Jamaica. You got kids. I was going to say, uh, Zai Grace Flowers said, yes, yeah, say that again. She needs a trip to Jamaica. Yes. See, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to argue. I got also, you back. Zai Grace Faithful, that's her. She's a, she's not the only black florist, but she's a great florist here in Toledo. Yeah. So if you need... Funeral, funerals, weddings, anything, corsages, anything. Hit her up. She will get you together. She's the best. She's better than she's a flower shopping herself herself, but she's better than the other ones. Shout out to Zai Grace, girl. We got sponsorship packages yeah. for you. Come on, we put your logo back here on this. Your logo back here. I'll be on all, all this episodes. And bring some flowers in. Yeah. Oh, that would be pretty. Dope. I know. Yeah. Come on, Zai Grace, girl. Come on, let's connect. Yeah. Let's do some some networking. I like yeah. I like it. Yes. Yeah. Now, when is do you have another fight that's coming up soon? No, I don't. Um, I actually had one call for a fight uh, October 7th, but I turned it down. Um, they weren't offering me enough money to fight the guy. Mm. A fight that I could win, but just weren't enough. Like right now, I'm looking at, I'm at the end of my career, so I'm looking at making some money. Yeah. yeah. I get out of here or a world title. Right. But Do you my, think, the, is, that, uh, is that heavier than these? The world title one? Uh, it's probably closer to this, this, to one? this one right here, but, but, it's just they, they're all different, but um, I'm just I'm looking forward to it. I'm just waiting, waiting on the right call. Yeah. Uh, so I'm in the gym. I'm training. I'm a little above weight right now, but I'm still in the gym. I'm training, so they're not going to catch me on the couch. And he turned down the Taco Bell. Just saying that I offered him <laughs> earlier. So I did not turn it down, but he did. Yeah. So he's getting there. Now, who were some of your inspirations when it comes to boxing? Uh, when I first started, it was Mike Tyson. Mm. Yeah. Um, I tried to model myself after him, but, but not I, biting off people's ear, though. I thought about it once or twice. Like I could be just like. <laughs> but um, I, I looked at Sugar Sugar Ray Robinson. Mm. He could fight, do everything, and then 
my favorite boxer uh, who's retired now was Andre Ward. Okay. So I, those are the guys that I looked up to. All right. Do you have any um, boxers that you would love to fight? Canelo. Okay. Canelo. I, I, I think I could be Canelo. Yeah. You I probably could beat his ass. Yeah, I think I could be Canelo. <laughs> yeah. And get paid good. Yeah. So when it comes to speaking of the pay, not to be all in your business, but so if you don't win a fight, do you still get paid? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's all in the contract. I would hope so. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I mean, but at the end of the day, I mean, the goal is to win, so you can. Well, I'm sure you, yeah. get, you get more if you win. No, it's no. whatever was there. If it's so, wow. it, it could be in a contract to where that you could get more if you win, but whatever's in the contract is what you get. Hmm. But I did get paid more when I save East Life. Okay. It doubled my purse. Oh wow. wow, that's good. That's dope. I love that. Yeah, that's crazy that you don't get paid more if you win, though. I mean, I think you should get paid either. Like if you yeah. get your ass beat, you should definitely get paid. Yeah, I mean, like because you're there. But you can get in the ring and not get paid too. What? Really? So, so there was. So I think I f- last last year or the year before last, I fought in Canada, and the guy before me did not get paid because he walked in the ring and. Take a knee. Fight over. He didn't even throw a punch. Was so. he scared? Probably. <laughs> He's like, yeah, no, not doing that. I saw that guy. Where's the coolest place that you visited to, to box? Jamaica. Yeah. Where where in Jamaica was it? Uh, Kingston. Okay. It was it was nice. They treated us like guys. Cause so I mean, we were giving people money, but they like they treated us. They are so nice in Jamaica. I've been to Jamaica twice, and people there. I can only imagine being a boxer going there to fight. How much better they even treat. Yeah, Jamaica. but there was some places that we couldn't go. So we, we were in a good, good spot. Good yeah, because Kingston can be dangerous in certain spots. Yeah, I was just in Montego Bay at the, at the resort. I've never been to Jamaica before. I've been there twice. Yeah. Well, you tell me about the story about how I almost got kidnapped. No, about the naked Jesus story. Oh yeah, we, we do have a whole story on our last season about how um the resort I was at was a half closed, and then the the beach behind was like un, you could be naked on the beach, and there was a guy that was naked that looked like Jesus every morning. The, the resort didn't put him there; he was visiting as well, standing on the rock. He thought the resort like placed this naked guy on the rock like, looked like Jesus. Like, I was he like, just no, out there no. every day, just standing naked <laughs> no, on the no, rock. He's not a staple of the resort. Oh, okay. So yeah, you have to go back and listen to that one. That was. That's fun. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right. Well, we have a little game on the show we like to play called. Yeah, yeah, I got the questions. You do? Okay. We'll do you. Yes. So we play a little game called This or That. Um, And this is where I give you two choices, and you you either got to give with this or you got to give with that. You got it? I think so. Okay. So I'm going to give you two choices, and you got to pick either this one or that one. I got you. Okay. Um, White bread or wheat bread? Wheat. Wheat. He wasn't necessarily. He said wheat bread because his trainer would probably be just, mad at him if he said white I just bread. I heard it was better for you. Yeah, and it's, I don't know, it tastes better to me because that white bread just has all that bleach and all But that it has to shit. be 100% whole wheat because if it's not, then it has, it's just like you might as well eat the white bread. Eat the white bread it's got yeah. a lot of sugar in it if it's not whole wheat. Yeah. Um, popcorn or chips? Chips. Chips. Okay. Damn it. Now, this is my game now. We are on here together. I know. <laughs> Doritos, either. Nacho cheese or the chili? Sweet chili. Sweet chili. Purple bag. Yep, yeah, purple bag. the purple bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love me a good nacho cheese bag. I like them both. Yeah. It's always good when you're making like walking tacos and you just put the meat I in there. I want a walking taco. Oh, man. Damn it. Now I want one. I did I just eat two tacos. 
We oh, probably, yeah, you guys cook it here at work. Yeah, we should stop by and get some walking tacos. How does that work? Like, <laughs> tell tell me how. I'm sorry, I don't mean to like dike from your game. I just need to know how that works, like with planning meals and cooking and at the fire station. So, right now, I'm the best cook at the station, so they want me to cook all the time. <laughs> sorry, Pilar. <laughs> I don't really, <laughs> but they want me to cook at cook at work. Um, so uh, in the morning we all put in. It's called clutch. We all put in clutch to pay for the meals, and we go to the and so we put in put in, and then we go to the store and get the food and come back. So professional boxer, paramedic that saves people's lives in the Hall of Fame. In the Hall of Fame. And the best cook in the fire station. And that's like hard because like that's a thing. Like, yeah. People talk about fire station cooking. Okay. Walking yeah. tacos. And because you guys do like a 24-hour shift too, don't you? Sometimes 36 hours. Wow. That's crazy. Sounds like you also owe your wife breakfast in bed too. I got that point. You working real hard for his wife. But I mean, like he's I over here saying, yeah. she didn't get to go to Jamaica. I don't cook at home. <laughs> I didn't say I don't. <laughs> she cooks way more than I do. She, so she, yeah, so she probably enjoys. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm training and stuff. Yeah, and I don't yeah. have time to. Yeah, yeah, but you're at the fire station. It's just what you do. Like yeah. part of the brotherhood, and yeah. Also, you have to eat. What would you say is your best dish that you can cook? Ooh. That's that journalism kicking in. Hot roast. Ooh. Great power ball, thanks to Paul Butler. I got that recipe from Paul Butler, retired firefighter. Wait, we got what? Power bowl. What is that? Brown rice, kale, sweet potatoes, pinto beans, garbanzo beans, peppers, uh, steak. Wow. Chicken. That sounds like something that you should definitely be eating if you're training for boxing. Yeah. It's very good. Protein. It sounds very good. And then there's a pineapple sauce that I make. Wow. Hungry. Yeah. I just ate, but I'm hungry. Now. We need to just go ahead and just go to the firehouse for like, dinner. Yeah. Is that allowed? Like, if I just show up, like, hey, I heard someone's cooking over here. <laughs> hungry. <Yeah. laughs> You're like, I guess. <laughs> um, pizza or burgers? Pizza. What, what do you like with your pizza? Meat. So, sausage, pepperoni, <laughs> bacon. Yep. Uh, well, usually pepperoni and sausage and banana peppers, jalapeno peppers. Sounds like the pizza I ate last the last time we were like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I like I like peppers, I like onions, but mm. it just depends on the day. Yeah, I I'm not a fan of pineapple on pizza. No, no. And I hate mushrooms. The me too. Mushrooms, yeah. I I like mushrooms, but I won't eat them on pizza. Yeah, yeah I, I can't stand them. Ever. Um color pencils or crayons? Color pencils. Color pencils. Why? They are better <laughs> where did you get these questions i didn't create these what questions. in the world miss shay renee created these questions okay so i'm just reading I mean, what it's easier it's easier to, to, to pull out my list over here yeah <laughs> i'm just reading what she gave and crayons color pencils yeah. so so i would use a crayon for the outline yes and then i'll use the color pencil to your shading yeah. yeah what about markers no no i'm a marker fan i don't like markers. i like markers I like for the crayons. outline and crayons for the inside yeah. That's how I do mine. Um, F one fifty or Ram uh fifteen hundred. Ram. Ram. What do you have? Ram. Is it fifteen hundred? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Well, that answered my question. Uh, what is actually not my question? No. <laughs> um, Javante Davis or Shakur Stevenson? Why? I feel like Shakur is just the better all around boxer. Yeah. 
his, his IQ is in footwork and everything. Just second to none. Yeah. I would go with Shakur too, only just because Javante Davis is kind of problematic. Like I feel like every time he's in the news, it's for something that's just but the only the only thing about him, he always finds a way to to win. Like yeah. Scrappy. He does. I will say that. So it's but I'm I'm gonna go with Shakur. Okay. I don't know who either of those people are. They're boxers. I, clearly, now I, I got that now. Footwork IQ. Finding ways to win. Um, I'll Google them. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Devin Haney or Regis Progress? Devin Haney. Devin Haney, why is that? I just think he's a better fighter. I, I haven't really watched Regis, Regis, but Devin Haney. Okay. They're boxers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boxing's not a sport that I know a lot about, honestly. Yeah. Like, I know about how it works. I just don't know a lot of boxers. Like, I know our local Toledo boxers. Like, I follow mm-hmm. the local Toledo boxers. I follow, obviously, Tyson, you know, the ones that are all over the news. But yeah, I should probably watch more boxing. All right. Last question Would you prefer to be in the ring or would you prefer to be out the ring as a coach? In the ring. Why is that? I just like the action. I mean, so it is changing a little bit. I feel like it's kind of shifting now. Um, like with me, because I'm in a gym, I'm training, but I'm also teaching. Mm-hmm. Like I have some amateurs that I spar with and stuff like that. So I want to see them get better. Yeah. I want to see them grow. I mean, I want to see them get better than me, be better than me. So I'm trying to uh, coach them to show them. Like I, I'm, I'm a hands-on teacher. Mm-hmm. So while sparring and stuff, like I, I try to show them uh, – teach them like stuff like if they're throwing something so we're fighting and he might or i may do something so just just for instance so the other day i was sparring a guy and uh i walked up to him with my hands up like this and he just stood there i'm like do you see what i'm doing he, and he's like what I'm like, i walked up to you like what's open right now okay so go to my body and then so then he threw one shot i'm like no Go this way, throw this shot, like throw both hands and then come up top. Mm-hmm. And then so I showed him. I showed him how to do it. And I hope he hopefully I think he understood, but hopefully yeah. he understood. And then my niece is there too. She, my niece and my cousin is there training. So I'm trying to teach them some stuff too. Mm-hmm. Do you see yourself going into the coaching route at some point? I do, but I don't know if my wife my wife would like that. Yeah. Because I've been away so, for so long. Yeah. Now you said that you were getting towards the end of your career. How many years do you think you got left? That I don't know. Um, Showtime just recently is, like I said, Showtime is uh, going to be gone from boxing at the end of the year, so that's mm-hmm. going to take away some fights. Um, it just depends on how things go. Um, it could be, I could be done now or next year or the year after. I don't want to be. I don't want to be thirty-seven. 38 boxing still yeah I, i've had so much time like i've been an athlete my whole life and i got kids growing up at home i want to i'm missing appointments i'm missing only like really care about going to the appointments Sorry, <laughs> I <got you. laughs> but um I, I miss events like i mean practices and stuff like that mm-hmm. and just being involved spending more time with my wife um so Will you get your kids involved in boxing at all? The girls, no. Yeah. I don't. I don't want them to box. Yeah, I want them to know how to defend themselves, but I don't really care for them boxing. I don't want them to get their, getting their brains rattled. Yeah. Even though I, I'm getting mine, but I don't want that for them. Yeah. yeah. 
So, but you will teach them how to fight and defend them. So give me a little move here. Cause we were talking about this in the last show. <laughs> if I'm going to punch and I have nails and then I want to break them. Is this the way I do it? Like this. And just, well, uh, if I punch, isn't it going to. I mean, well, if you, if you do it like that, like if you, if you do it like this, it's not going to like, it's, you might as well just ball it up and just, just, yeah, you just might. How do you, what's the punching form? Like I don't empty. So, so just ball it up. Okay. Balled up. And you want to hit with these. My knuckles? Your front two. What you don't my... want to hit it with this. Oh, like this? You break your hand. You can break your hand if you hit with these. You don't okay. want to have it. You want that straight. Like this. Yeah. You come... Break your wrist. <laughs> He's like this. <laughs> like this. Hit with this, yeah. Like that. There you okay. go. Just don't. Yeah. Okay. Now I know. Yeah. Because you're boxing, here I come. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> don't... Like, you got some work to do. <laughs> I mean, it don't take much. You know, just sign the pro card and, you know, we out here just beat people ass. Right. Right. Because I have us some 15 pound championship belts. I'm an ass yeah. beater. Yeah. Don't kick Tell, ass, right? Not dying on a bunch of them. Yeah, right, I'm gonna try. Must, it for, I'm gonna try. Don't so really worry about breaking a nail. Well, I was just. I mean, I just get it done. I'm pretty sure when people are beating ass, they're not worried about. Breaking oh no, ass. <laughs> there's, but there's a difference between beating ass and boxing. Like boxing is a sport. It's there's yes. footwork and IQ, and then there's just the I'm gonna beat your ass and fight. Nobody cares. You're you're not even punching probably the right way. Most fights I watch, people don't punch the right way. Yeah, smacking and pulling hair and. <laughs> or if you're doing that, you don't have to throw punches. You can throw knees, elbows. Right. Yeah. You can't do that in boxing. That's MMA. Right. Yeah, but just in general in life, if yeah. you have to whip some ass. I was just wondering, um, I, you know, I don't know much about boxing. Yeah. MMA is the one where they can just do the whole Would you ever do that? No. You got your hands. Yeah. What would make you say no to doing MMA? Um, it's just something different. Like it's that's just like I'm not gonna say hardcore, but it's just I mean, it's so much involved. Um, I just, I just don't want to risk that, like having what, what you call it, mushroom ears or yeah, you call that, call breaking that the cartilage in your ear. Yeah, I just, I don't want to do that. Yeah, and I think like for MMA, it's crazy, like to the point where you can beat somebody by choking them out, like yes. taking the life out of them. Right. Like, like the people that I watch, I have watched some of that, and I'm like, these are yeah that's like a whole nother level of like a mentality you have to have yes like i'm going to go into the ring even though it's a sport but i'm going to go into the ring and choke your ass out right so i can win and then we both just go home and be like goodbye <laughs> thanks for <laughs> thanks for choking me like thanks that for choking me but out I, like I that do, i do want to learn jujitsu okay, okay. I do want to do that. and that's that fine. is like karate martial arts martial yeah. arts yeah yeah it's grappling kind of other stuff Interesting. That's what's up. All right. Well, before we end up with him, uh, we do have a segment here called Fuck Your Feelings Friday. Mm -hmm. So what we do here on Fuck Your Feelings Friday is it is the last Friday of the month. And, you know, we just get everything off our chest. You know, um, it can be about people. It can be about things. Uh, we never name drop. But, you know, we just get shit off our chest, you know. Mm -hmm. So if you got something to get off your chest, you know, go ahead. Miss Amy, you got to fuck your feelings. Oh, let's see. Fuck your feelings if you are somebody who takes advantage of somebody else. Yes. I feel like there's a lot of people out there who just have a gen I was talking to a coworker about this today, and there are just a lot of people out there who just genuinely have kind hearts and that want to mm -hmm. help people. And for the most part, I think they have a pretty good IQ of who needs to be helped and who doesn't. But then I just feel like there's always those people out there that will consistently and constantly take advantage of the fact that they know that number one, that they're a kind person and that they're very nice and want to help people. Mm -hmm. But also they know that typically people that are kind and want to help people have a hard time saying no. And so if you're one of those people who are taking advantage of the kind people around you mm -hmm. and 
you know, consistently asking them for things or putting them in like tough spots where it's hard for them to say no, mm-hmm. or asking them about things, knowing that they would feel bad about it. Um, that's not, that's not right. Like, like fuck your feelings if that's you. Yeah. Stop taking advantage of people. That's whack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fuck all the people who don't, um, <laughs> who don't respect people's boundaries. There we go. If yes, if you don't respect <laughs> people's boundaries, you know, if I tell you that, you know, this makes me upset or I don't mm-hmm. want to talk about this and you continue to do it and keep doing it. Fuck you. Cause that's disrespectful. <laughs> oh, you had the first fuck you this time. Usually it's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Well, there you go. So yeah, but fuck all the people who don't respect people's boundaries. You know, yeah. people have boundaries set in place for a reason. Um, and you know, we have really been pushing mental health to the forefront, you know, not just here on Mother Talk, but also in society in general. And it's important to respect people's boundaries because they're telling you, like, this is what makes me upset. This mm-hmm. makes me, you know, my anxiety go up or depressed or whatever. And you keep fucking doing it. So fuck all the people who don't respect people's boundaries. Or just mental health is what I heard you say, too. Like, just yeah. Or people aren't respecting the fact that people are on it. Trying to heal and trying to do better mm-hmm. with their mental health. Yeah. And especially like if I especially if I tell you like this is what upsets me. So like for example, one of my things that you know that I try to set my boundaries with, you know, I love to have a good time, I love to go out, have a couple of drinks, whatever, or a few, depending on the day. But if I tell you like I'm done and this is my limit, and you're like, come on, just have another one, have another, respect my fucking boundary because I know my body. You know what I'm saying? Literally, that was literally me at Lenny's two weeks ago. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. I yes. was like, no, I'm done. Like, I don't want anything. Yes. Drink. Stop. Like, stop Asking, doing stop it. Stop buying me. Stop telling me to take a shot. I don't want to do that. Yes. And people, you know, as adults, we need to respect other adults. Yeah. So if they tell you, like, no, I'm good, or hey, I don't want to talk about this, or hey, like, you know what I'm saying? Respect people's and boundaries. kids, too. Yeah. I think I should say that for kids, because I think a lot of times that we, we expect and tend to give more respect to adults in their boundaries, but we forget that kids also have boundaries and that they are allowed to have boundaries. Absolutely. It, it might look different because they are kids, but like they still, still have people. boundaries. They still have feelings. They still have mental health. They still are entitled to say, no, I don't like that. No, I don't want that. Don't be going over and trying to, Oh, just cause you know, I'm, I'm auntie hug me right now. Yeah. You know, if a kid says no, don't hug them. Yeah. If they don't want to talk right now, it's okay. Absolutely. They got feelings too. Yeah. Do you have an FYF? I do. Oh, all right. I'm not gonna say the F word. But F those people. Fuck their feelings. I said F for I saying F. No. Oh, I was gonna say F for I'm sorry. F the feelings of people who I shouldn't get in trouble for this, but people who call nine one one for no reason. Oh my gosh. Yeah. For people who can just drive to the hospital. For people who <laughs> just call for no reason because they need. I don't know. They they need some attention, whatever. Just the cat is in the tree. <laughs> like we have other things. I mean, we don't just want to sit at the station all day, but yeah, like there's people in need of us that really can be in need of our help, attention, and we're at your house because your finger's bleeding. That happens. Yes. Wow. Like you just put a band-aid and be like, You're cool. Yes. You Do they what? not know they I get a, they get a bill for that? They don't. They don't. No, because it's it's all free service. I mean, like I never knew that. Oh, yeah. The one time that I or, passed, I'm sorry. Oh, I was gonna say there was one time that I passed out and I hit my head in the pool table at a bar, and not even because I was drinking. We've talked about that, but yeah. like I didn't want to. I didn't want them to take me when they transport you. That's when it costs money, right? Like mm-hmm. oh, then okay. you're transported. It's like if they're it's a it's a community service. Like they're getting paid by our tax dollars. Mm. So they came out. They checked my like my heart rate. I think is when somebody passed that. Checked heart rate. There. I don't know. I was like out of it. Yeah. Uh, bandaged up my head, and then they were gonna take me. And I was like, honestly, my friend can just drive me. Because I, A, I don't want to pay for the ambulance. B, I don't want to waste any more of your time because I'm cool. We can go. So 
you think sometimes people are just lonely? Yeah. Yeah. So lonely they just call 911. I mean, we've seen some of the firefighters out there. Oh, God. Ever happened? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's probably why that lady was chasing you around the, at the store. She was. I told you. She was just like, look, this doctor guy. He's or probably firefighter. a firefighter. Did you have your uniform? No, you didn't. You think she would have the same reaction had you had your firefighter uniform? No, it wasn't that kind of look. Remember? Uh, like, like there was no, it wasn't like a sexy look. It was yeah, like, it was like, like a, a who, this guy's about to yeah, rob me. He's about to get me. Yeah. Uh, wow. Do do they have a firefighter calendar for the firefighters of Toledo? Are you in it? No. Do you want to uh, be? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just made you turn red. Like, Maybe. <laughs> so the firefighters of Toledo. We got your guy over here. You can wear your belt. Oh, all three of them. Wear all three of them. Put one on each leg and one around your waist. That's hilarious. Have your firefighter outfit on. And Amy has this all mapped out. I do. I, I I could be the producer of the firefighter calendar if anybody. She probably could. If they need that. Yeah. I could I could help out. Yeah. Um. Oh, I have another FYF. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as well. So it's not like I love your that face t- when you get one in your head. I know. I wish you guys could see it up close. Like you get so proud of yourself. I do. It's like a moment. It's like an aha moment. I've been waiting for that shit. Um. You know what? Fuck all the people who don't know how to talk to other adults the correct way. I cannot stand people who talk to adults like they're trash. Um, and so with that, we are all human. We are all adults. And what I'm learning into, you know, 2023 into 24 is to give people grace. Yes. You know, everybody fucks up. Everybody messes up. And sometimes we have to give people grace. But at the end of the day, regardless of the fuck up, you still need to talk to this person like they're a fucking adult. You know, so fuck all the people who don't know how to talk to adults as if like they don't deserve respect. I cannot stand an adult who talks to another adult like a piece of shit. Yes. They don't deserve that. I can't say when anybody talks to anybody like that. Yeah. There's like like no reason to. Adults, kids. Don't get me wrong. I think yeah. we, I'm not perfect. Like, I'm sure I've tried. I've said yeah. things I shouldn't or in ways that I shouldn't. But just I'm thinking like the people that just do it all the time. Yes. For absolutely no reason. All the time. It makes me crazy. Like, if I'm out in public and somebody is like a waitress or a waiter and just the way that they're approaching them yeah. for no reason or just just talking to them like yeah i don't know talking down and it's like those people that work in like i don't know i can say like customer service and they just have a shitty attitude yes and i'm like you knew that this was the job that you signed up for it so if you don't like being at drive through window number one then you probably shouldn't work here yeah <laughs> like you know when i pull up to mcdonald's i should have chick well if i want chick-fil-a customer service i can go to chick-fil-a right. but i feel like but you I can't should... get a big mac at chick-fil-a because yeah, they don't do but, cow things there yeah but i can get some bomb ass customer service though so you gotta take your do you want the cow or do you want bomb ass customer service i want both well i don't they don't go to culver's (laughs) i don't don't, don't know what else to say i don't know if the customer service there is that great either but i've never had bad customer service yeah i haven't either but yeah talk to people like they deserve some fucking respect man i agree yeah i have another one too yes so it is getting we're getting close to the holiday that some people like to Mm -hmm. celebrate of halloween Yes. So fuck all the people that don't respect the fact that not everybody wants to be terrified on Halloween. Yeah. Like I like I like fall. I like how like I like to let my kids go trick or treating and I don't know. Um, <laughs> just like this thing that floated. Um, I like them to go trick or treating and I like to take them to pumpkin farms and carve pumpkins and I can deal with a little bit of scary, but like the people, even especially like businesses too. I think this is what gets me the most. Mm. Not everybody celebrates Halloween. Yeah. So the fact that you have your entire business decked out with scary things that maybe some people don't want to see or like i have i not I mean my old my youngest is a little bit older but like you have small children do i shouldn't have to take my niece or my 
small child into a store and have them be terrified to be at your business yeah. because you think that everybody wants to be like scared of all the creepy dogs walking down and, the aisle a skeleton yeah. that jumps out of nowhere right yeah. like i mean it, it, obviously in a halloween store understandable because you're in there but like just random places yeah not everybody celebrates and, and that goes for all holidays not just halloween yeah. You know, we can't expect that every single person follows your way of living life as far as holidays are concerned. So yes. if you can't understand and respect that not everybody wants to celebrate like you. Yeah. And I know someone's about to be like, well, then don't go in the business. But it's not just that. It's like people at people at their houses, like there's a house in our neighborhood that does an absolutely terrifying. And I'm not joking, like haunted garage. And I don't like haunted. I don't like haunted things. I don't like scary movies. And then not to, to, and so the kids can go in if they want, or they don't have to. And there's some candy outside if they want to grab it out from the people in the driveway. But then there's like this random guy that dresses up in the neighborhood that has like this giant chainsaw, real chainsaw, by the way. And like dressed up in this like bloody costume, like in the driveway where the kids are getting candy. And I'm like, my kiddos, they don't want to be, see you yeah. in here. And that's not safe. Like you're going to hurt somebody with a real fucking and, chainsaw. And then and like my kids are afraid to even go on that side. Not maybe not as much now because they're older, but like on that side of the road. Yeah. And then there's little kids that are just terrified. And I'm like, you're going to fall and like impale yourself. And I just, it is a lot. And it's I just feel like if you have kids at your house that are trick or treating and you have something terrifying happening, just understand that not everybody wants that. Like I understand have it in your garage, but when you start coming out of your garage into the driveway, into the street, into the sidewalk, yeah. chasing kids, like I'm not okay with that. So respect that. Yeah, I respect it. I know you do. Of course. Fuck, fuck those people that don't. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Uh, my last FYF for tonight is, like you said, the holiday season is coming up. And it's kind of like on both sides. So fuck all the people who don't respect the people when they're having a hard time during the holidays. Yeah. You know, you know, Christmas is coming up and Thanksgiving to come is coming up. And for some people, those holidays are, are triggering, you know? Yes. And you have those people who just don't respect that, you know, and you need to respect that, you know, because it's triggering for people. So fuck all the people who don't respect that. But on the flip side, I understand that people are going through shit, but please don't come be a Debbie Downer on my Thanksgiving and my Christmas, you know? Yeah. So I'm not going to say fuck y'all, but just be a little bit more mindful, you know? And I understand you're going through stuff, but please don't come trying to like, oh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh my God. Like we have to celebrate this again. Like, come on now. Like, don't do that. I don't, I mean, I, and I respect that, like, because, you know, Halloween for me is tough because my grandmother passed away on Halloween. So Halloween for me is tough, but I'm not expecting nobody to not celebrate Halloween yeah. just because of what I've been through. So for some people, I see it all the time, you know, on Facebook and social media around Thanksgiving, Christmas, it's just like, oh, I hate the holidays. Oh, I can't wait for Christmas to be over. Stop that. Okay. Let us have our, have our joy, you know, and, you know, let's, let's all just be one. Well, and you know what? Fuck all the people that want to skip over Thanksgiving and decorate for Christmas as soon as Halloween's done. Because here's the thing. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. And just like for you, my grandmother passed away when I was a, a teenager, but she mm. always had Thanksgiving as her yeah. thing. And now that's why I cook so much for yes. Thanksgiving. And so people that skip over that and then they just want to like get rid of the whole holiday. Like that hurts my feelings. Like exactly. That's my that's my holiday to enjoy yeah. it. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I understand people go through stuff, but we're don't just be a Debbie Downer. You know, I feel like, you know, go heal, get some therapy, work through it, you know, and, and but find the positivity in something, you know, yeah. go spend time, you know, with your friend's family or, you know, another family member. But I, I think, think I'm going to clip the one. Remember I, the, my mental health matters from last year, mm -hmm. last season. Yes. I think I'm going to clip that again because we talked a lot about that, Yeah, about like how to handle the holidays if you are grieving to yes. not like make everybody else not be able to have a holiday. Yeah, because I still want to have a holiday. So I'm not just going to sit in the house right. because you're sitting up in your room like Brandy. So we just, we just not gonna do that. It's a great song, actually.
So, all right. Well, that was called Fuck Your Feelings. And, um, you know, we always fuck your feelings, I guess. So, <laughs> just, just loves it. Like, I know. I, I, just, I think fuck is like my favorite cuss word. It yeah. definitely is. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it could be mine too sometimes. Yeah. Do you have a favorite cuss? Well, you don't cuss. But in private, do you have one? You don't have to say it. He does. What does it start with? Stop it. Respect your boundaries. Yes, yeah. he's not respecting your boundaries. I'm sorry. Let me respect your boundaries. See? <laughs> I think that was him actually saying, hey, B, stop. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, stop asking these questions. Right, so ask me that goddamn question. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Mr. DeAndre Ware, for yeah, stopping through. You. We appreciate you. You have officially been Mud Talk certified. Mm-hmm. So we thank you so much for stopping by. Um, but before we let you go, how can people follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Facebook at Dre Ware. Um, on uh, Instagram at Dre underscore where 1209. All right. Like a significant number. Uh, my favorite number in basketball was 12, and my date of birth is uh, the 9th. Of December? Or November? January. January. You said the 9th. Huh? <laughs> the 9th. Oh, the 9th. Yeah. Also, you like your Capricorn. It is Capricorn. Mm. That's why you're so chill. It is. Yeah, Capricorns yeah. are pretty chill. I love Capricorns. They're some of my favorite people. Yeah, but don't fuck with them though. No, 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 no. Because yeah. once they get to the point, it's like yeah. my sister's a Capricorn. She's chill until you fuck with her. My little, you know, my Bricey Boo. My little, my youngest is a Capricorn. He's a December twenty seventh, and yeah. he is he is my chillest. And <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> his his sister definitely messed with him, and she, she found felt out the wrath. She fucked around and found out. Yeah, huh? she did. <laughs> but although she's my Taurus, so she's stubborn. She'll she'll oh, just yeah. come right up on him. And, yeah. See, Taurus. Ugh, those goddamn tourists they are assholes like and not like in a bad way but they're they like they play too much oh yes they yes. play so much to the yes. point they become fucking annoying i got two i'm both my other two are tourists wow so they're yeah. both annoying sometimes oh yeah wow i mean who isn't well i mean that's true but i mean like they play too much yeah and they're just stubborn like that's really the biggest thing is yeah. just stubborn as hell and you know i'm a cancer so i'm just all the above I'm emotional and yeah. stubborn and I'm a Sagittarius, so we just don't yeah, give a are. fuck. Yeah, you don't. We don't give a fuck. But not everybody like those, not like those Scorpios out there. Ooh, we ain't gonna talk about those Scorpios. You're lucky you're Sagittarius, not Scorpio. Yes. So Sagittarius, we are pretty, we're low-key, we're chill. Um, don't fuck with us though, because we'll we'll go from zero to one hundred real quick. But also too, we love being around people. Like we love people. We love to have a yeah. good time, we love to turn up, all that good stuff. But we're also very passionate about our craft. So like when I'm in my zone, like don't fuck with me. He's in his fuck your feelings. He, I, that's why listen, he gets that big smile. When I'm when I'm like at the podcast, <laughs> yeah. like, don't fuck with me. When I'm in my classroom, don't fuck uh-uh. with me. But then after that, it's like, come on, let's go. Let's go turn up and have a good time. But in that moment, like, don't yeah. fuck with me. So, all right, well, Mr. Dre, well, we appreciate you yes. uh, on the next episode of Mud Talk. Uh, so voting season is coming up, especially, you know, in our country, but also here where we are in Toledo. And so we have city council candidate Sean Strong is going to be on the show. Right. Um, and we're going to Put him in the hot seat because we need to know why should we vote for him. Ooh, I can't wait. I got. I'm gonna come up with all sorts of. Questions. Oh, I got a whole bunch of I shit. You I'm and you know, I'm gonna come up with random stuff too. Yeah. So, what is it like? A t- so he's a city council candidate for like a. Remind me for a specific part of Toledo. Yeah, they all have a district. Yeah, that's what this district. Yes, he, yes, they all have a district, and so he's going to be on the show, and we're gonna ask him some questions. Okay. And I'm actually going to go to the. Um, they're having a forum at the. Uh, Toledo Lucas County Library put on by Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Um, they're having a, a forum for uh, all the city council candidates. And so I'm going to go there and uh, do some journalism. I'm going to go and check it out, film some stuff. Wait, should a white girl go? You should. When is it? 
It's next Thursday. Okay, we'll see. Yep. So and I don't I don't know what you just said. I don't know what that is. But why not? <laughs> well, so that so Alpha. The alpha we, alpha we, all, we talked about this last we talked about yeah we talked about okay. the alpha so the parade. fraternity is having a forum for the city council candidates like who are oh, running okay. for city council so it's at the uh, main library downtown and so i'm gonna go check it out you know see what they talk about get some footage film it hopefully get some interviews let's go yeah we should go let's go we'll It'd make it a white girl visit the city council sorority fraternity not sorority fraternity <laughs> i know that much yes and city council candidate Absolutely, yeah. yeah, and we'll probably get some interviews done. How many different like is there different? How many different districts are having candidates? Do we know that? Um, that I don't know. The only ones that I know right now um, is Sean Strong and John Hobbs. So that's just who I'm aware. And of. we had the councilwoman on last season, and she's not up it. Venice was no, she's yeah. already she's on city council. And once you're on, you're just on. There's a term limit. They have to yeah. run again and all that shit or whatever. But we can ask him that question too. Love that. Yeah. So I've been seeing his signs and everything all around the city. So does he's been promoting really, really hard. So he's running a good campaign right now. Right. So. And I'm gonna do a mental health matter segment. And I was gonna, I had one all planned out, and I think I'm gonna change it because our next show is November. What was it? Somewhere towards the like November. third November. No, it's beginning November third. Oh yeah, November. And Veterans yeah. Day is November 11th, and yes. I think I'm gonna do a segment that is related to um, veterans' mental health. That's what we're gonna do. That's what's up. And I always have my big tea with the tea and tips with tea. I have some more tips on what we should or should not do. Or if y'all have some questions or like some advice y'all want me to give y'all, just go ahead and drop that in the comments and shoot me a message. And I'll read it on air. I won't give out any um, I won't name drop or anything like that. No, so, it's completely confidential. Yeah, it's completely confidential. I don't do any of that. Um, but before we go, um, we do have somebody who wanted to do a shout out real quick. Oh, okay. Um, so this is from Von Shea Green, who's been watching. Shout out to Von Shea. She said, Mud Talk, can you give my daughter Shauna W a shout out? She's a junior from Central Catholic High School and she received the National Honor Society Award. Um, and then she also wants us to please highlight the Ed Choice Scholarship for low-income families that pays 85% of private school tuition. That was a lot. I need you to go to the first part of that. So let's give this. Okay. Okay. So, shout out. Shout Who out. Who are we shouting out? <laughs> so Vanshe Green said, can you give my daughter Shauna W a shout out? Shauna? Yes. Shauna, good job. That is that is a lot. Like you said, it's yes. national. She got the National Honor Society Award from Central Catholic. Good for her. Yeah. Shout out to Shauna. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she was out in the community volunteering. She's got the good grades. Mm-hmm. She's been doing a damn thing. So shout out to you, Shauna. Big ups nice. to you. Um, and then she also said, please highlight the Ed Choice Scholarship for low-income families that pays 85% of her private school tuition. So yes, um, if you don't know about the Ed Choice Scholarship, make sure you look into that. Um, they pay a portion of your scholarship if you go to a private school. Yeah. Yeah. So, but shout out to Shauna, girl. We see you. We appreciate you and all yes. the hard work that Keep you are doing. Keep working hard. Keep working hard. Absolutely. It's going to take you very, very far in whatever it is that you choose to do. Absolutely. Good job. So, all right, y'all. But well, that's it. My name is Big T. I'm Miss Amy. And of course, we always got Miss Shay Renee in the building. And you officially tapped into the only podcast that brings you the latest in music, news, and fashion, and the only show that keeps your ears to the streets. While we grind and shine. All right, deuces, y'all. We'll see y'all next time.